Welcome to the Dr. Sex Fairy Podcast. I am Dr. Kaval Bhava, America's favorite sex doctor, and I am here to transform your life. For those of you who are returning to my super hit podcast, welcome back. I am honored that you are returning for yet another episode. For those of you who are new here, I am delighted that you found the Dr. Sex Fairy Podcast. 62 episodes in, this podcast is topping the charts around the world and helping people live more fulfilled lives. I am a woman of science, and I help break down the facts for you. This is a no-holds-barred discussion that you won't find anywhere else. Today we are going to talk all about erectile dysfunction, including the top 5 signs of erectile dysfunction that every man and woman should know about. And I know for a fact that a couple of them will really surprise you. Make sure that you listen till the end, because I am going to discuss the most important sex organ. What is it? The penis? The vagina? You'll find out. But first, let's talk about what erectile dysfunction or ED really is. To put it simply, erectile dysfunction is the inability to get and maintain an erection that is hard enough for sex. There is a lot of shame attached to this, and men often do not want to admit even to themselves that they suffer from it. They feel that if they don't have the erection of their partners or their own dreams, they are not man enough. I am here to change that mindset. Not only are you man enough, you will be shocked to hear how many men suffer from this problem and how widespread this problem really is. Most men and women have no idea how common ED is. According to a 1999 British Journal of Urology International study, in 1995, there were over 152 million men worldwide who suffer from ED. 152 million men sounds like a massive number, but it is nothing compared to their projection for 2025, which shows a prevalence of ED in approximately 322 million men. I often talk about how ED is present about 10% for every decade of life. 40% of men in their 40s, 50% of men in their 50s, and so on. Now that we all know how common it is, let's talk about how long the average man lasts and how long the average woman wants him to last. A study published in the Journal of Sexual Medicine in 2005 covered 500 couples from five countries, the Netherlands, the United Kingdom, Spain, Turkey, and the United States. The study participants were men aged 18 or older and had a stable heterosexual relationship for at least six months with regular sexual activity. Sexual events and stopwatch-timed penis and vagina, entry to ejaculation time, or intravaginal ejaculation latency time during a four-week period were recorded, as well as circumcision status, and condom use. Researchers found that the average duration men lasted in the vagina was 5.4 minutes. Can you believe that? The average man lasts only 5.4 minutes. So relax, gentlemen. You are not alone. Generally speaking, premature ejaculation is when a man goes from penetration to ejaculation in under 3 minutes. Severe premature ejaculation is when a man is only able to last a minute or less once he enters the vagina. So how long does the average woman want her man to last in bed? According to an online survey of 3,836 people, 
by the dating website Saucy Dates, the average answer from females internationally for how long would you like sex to last was 25 minutes, 51 seconds. Men gave the average answer of 25 minutes, 43 seconds. Women want sex to last just 17 seconds longer than how long men think it should last. So it is apparent that women aren't the only ones wanting sex to last longer. Men want sex to last just as long and just as badly. Let's talk about the five most common signs of ED. Number one, difficulty getting erections. This is a pretty self-explanatory issue. If you are having difficulty getting erections, it is apparent that you suffer from erectile dysfunction. Some men need a lot of stimulation and time to get hard so that they are able to penetrate and have satisfactory sex. Some men cannot even get hard enough to penetrate. Most men remember the days when they would get hard when the wind blew a certain way. As time goes on, things change. Number 2. Difficulty maintaining erections You may not have any major problems obtaining erections, but you may not be able to maintain them. I speak to a lot of men about their erections on a daily basis. Many of them deny having ED because they don't have a problem getting hard. But here's the thing. If you are unable to stay hard, it doesn't matter that you get hard easily. ED is ED, and it doesn't matter which way you slice it. Whether you are losing your erection early due to premature ejaculation, or are simply going soft before you even ejaculate, the point is that your penis is not functioning the way it should. Number 3. Loss of libido No one thinks that loss of libido, or the desire to have sex, is a sign of erectile dysfunction, but it is. The question is whether you have lower libido because you are unable to function and are depressed, or whether you have low libido, ED, and depression because of other factors such as low testosterone. Number 4. Lower sensitivity to touch Your inability to enjoy and perform when it comes to sex can also be due to reduced sensitivity as time goes on. We tend to blame aging for just about everything wrong in our lives, but it is quite possible that chronic conditions such as diabetes are reducing the sensitivity of your penis. This directly affects your ability to perform. Number 5. Fewer morning erections, and when you get them, they simply aren't as hard. It is normal for men to wake up with erections. When you realize that you are waking up with softer erections or none at all, it is time to stop and think, because it is likely a problem with your blood vessels not functioning very well. Morning erections are spontaneous. You wake up relaxed and hard. When you can't even wake up hard when fully relaxed, I am quite certain that you are going to have trouble getting hard in a sexual setting. Many of my patients are sexually active, and many are in between relationships. What serves as a sign for one may not serve as a sign for another. That is why it is so important that men are aware of the various signs of erectile dysfunction. After all, a man who is not in a relationship may not notice that he is not hard enough to penetrate or that he is not lasting as long after penetration. He may simply notice that his morning erections aren't what they used to be. After listening to this podcast, it is possible that you have admitted to yourself that you have one or more signs of erectile dysfunction but you are wondering why this is happening. The most common cause of erectile dysfunction is blood flow issues arising from blocked blood vessels 
or atherosclerosis. According to the Mayo Clinic, other physical causes of ED include heart disease. In fact, I tell 100% of my ED patients that they need to see a cardiologist to rule out heart disease. Some of them argue that they have no signs of heart disease and no family history of it. The problem is that heart disease can sneak up on you. Sometimes the only obvious sign is that your penis isn't getting hard anymore. As for family history, I hate to tell you, but diseases don't read the textbook. Then there's high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and let's not forget diabetes. Everything is harder when you're a diabetic except your penis. From kidney damage to heart trouble to ED, diabetes can cause it all. And if it already exists, diabetes can make it worse. Other causes of ED include obesity, metabolic syndrome, Parkinson's disease, and multiple sclerosis. Certain prescription medications can cause ED as well. Beta blockers like metoprolol are known to cause difficulty with erections. When I tell my patients about this, they immediately tell me that they are going to stop taking the medication, and I immediately tell them that they will do no such thing. High blood pressure can kill you, and so stopping your meds is simply not worth the risk. Talk to your doctor and see if there are better options. You are welcome to call my office and schedule a virtual or in-office consultation so that we can discuss this further. I treat patients from all over the world. Don't let distance hold you back. As we go on to discuss even more causes of ED, don't forget smoking and other tobacco use as a major problem. Also, Peyronie's disease, which is a curvature in the penis which is caused by the development of scar tissue inside it. This may or may not be caused by an injury to the penis. Peyronie's disease means that blood flow is compromised, and so is your erection. Then there is alcoholism and other forms of substance abuse, sleep disorders, treatment for prostate cancer or an enlarged prostate, surgeries or injuries, low testosterone. I always say that your most important sex organ is actually your brain. Psychological factors that lead to ED can include depression, anxiety, stress, and more. The state of your relationship has everything to do with the state of your erection. If your relationship is not fulfilling, supportive, and a source of happiness, you are not going to have the desire or the function you need for an incredible sex life. So far, we have discussed what erectile dysfunction really is, how long the average man lasts, how long his partner wants him to last, the five most common signs of ED, as well as the most important causes of ED. Now what? What are you supposed to do now that you have all this knowledge? It is elementary, my dear Watson. You will now do whatever it takes to change the situation. This is not the time to get depressed. This is the time to become positive, because when you know better, you do better. Now you will embark upon a journey towards better sexual function and fulfillment, and I am going to show you the way. There are more treatment options available today than ever before, and they don't call me America's favorite sex doctor for nothing. Join me next week for ways to treat ED and start having the sex of your dreams. Make sure you follow this podcast and turn on your notifications so that you get the next episode the second it drops. Share this episode with your friends. Spread the word. Transformation awaits. Until next time. 
I hope you enjoyed the Dr. Sex Fairy podcast today. I would love to continue this conversation with you. If you would like to get in touch with me, email me at askme at drsexfairy.com. Don't forget to follow this podcast and leave me a five-star review. And make sure you follow my blockbuster head TikTok account, Dr. Sex Fairy.